So the big question is, how do healthcare experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place at the right time. Whether you are a physical therapist, a dietitian, an occupational therapist, a chiropractor, MD, or other healthcare expert, this is for you. My name is Javier Carlin and welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that I'm currently using to grow my own business and to help you grow yours using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. This is your host, Dr. Javier Carlin. And today I'm super excited to bring on a special guest again. One of my amazing students in our Healthcare Business Accelerator program, Katie Dodd. Katie is a registered dietitian and the founder of Dietitian Side Hustle, the creator of the Blogging Accelerator program, where she helps dietitians build a blog so they can generate passive income and so much more. Katie, thank you so much for jumping on the show again. Super excited to have you. Yeah, I'm happy to be back. Yeah, I know last time it was a little bit shorter, um, but this time I, I want to get deep. I just want to know so much more about you and your story and what you're working on, because I think you're going to, I don't think I know you are going to inspire so many dietitians, yes, but healthcare experts in general with what the possibilities actually are in healthcare. Because you know, one of the main reasons why I wanted to bring you on was because you're doing something different, right? A lot of healthcare professionals think, oh, I'm a physical therapist, or I'm a dietitian, or I'm an MD. I, I have to do what everyone else is doing. I have to go the traditional route and stick with what I know and treat patients, right? Or build a private practice. But you've proven that you can do something different. You can, if you're passionate about something else and, and you get really excited about it, you can help people in so many different areas that the sky's the limit. So uh, yeah, I'm just excited to have you here, Katie. Can you share a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are today? Sure. So my name is, well, I guess my name's Katie. I live in Southern Oregon and I've been a dietitian for 13 years. So a little bit about my story and background is I do have a full-time job. I work for the Department of Veteran Affairs in a home care program. I've been doing that my entire career. So that has been my full-time job. I've also been a volunteer pretty much since I became a dietitian. I volunteer at the State Dietetic Association. I volunteer nationally. It's just been something I've always done because I'm so passionate about advancing the field of nutrition and dietetics. So when it comes to my business, kind of a little bit about what I do for that, my business is actually Katie Dodd Nutrition, and it's made up of multiple parts. Dietitian Side Hustle is really the main um, component that I think a lot of what I'll be talking about today but then I also have my blog called The Geriatric Dietitian. A lot of people don't realize that you can make money blogging. Absolutely can. I do make money through my blog. I have multiple streams of passive income. It's wonderful. It's lovely. I'm able to provide accurate information to the public and make some income in the process. And then I also have a food blog called High Calorie Recipes. So a lot of my side hustles, I, I've got a lot of different pieces of my side hustle, but none of them involve working with patients one-on-one. -on -one. I do that in my full-time job but not in my side hustle and in my entrepreneurial endeavors. So it's a little bit about me and my background. Yeah, that, that's amazing. And 
Um, I know we talked a little bit about it in the uh, first uh, episode that we did together, um, but I'm just completely amazed at what you're able to accomplish with everything that you have going on, the full-time job, the two beautiful kids, you know, your multiple side hustles. And I just look at you and I'm inspired every single day. And the coolest (laughs) thing is like, I know we talk about imperfect action, but you take the most perfect imperfect action that I've ever seen. Like everything that comes out, you do it like in a short, like the collapse time, like crazy. And it comes out awesome. And I'm like, how did she do it? Um, <laughs> Thank you. It just, yeah, and it just makes me realize like, you know, there, there are no excuses, guys. There are zero excuses, right? The family, the kids, the full-time job, and you're absolutely crushing it. So um, can you tell us a little bit about, uh, I know you have several different high, side hustles and we, I think it's important for people to know a little bit about the geriatric dietitian side hustle and also how that translated over to what you're doing now with helping other dietitians with their own blogs as well. So can you tell us a little bit more about both of those and uh, why you started them? Yeah. Yeah. So I shared when I um, chatted with you last time, a little bit about how I got started with side hustling and how I did a lot of work for other people, contract work, doing writing, doing webinars. But then I made a shift in mid 2019 where I started creating my own brand, realizing that I can spend time doing work for other people and they pay me and that's wonderful and lovely, but that's not scalable. I'm exclusively trading my time for money. I am getting a contract. I have to do the work, then I get paid. If I'm not doing the work, I'm not getting paid. Where I realized if I create my own brand, my own business, not only do I have more flexibility, I'm able to do things completely on my own timeline. I can do stuff I want to do. I don't have to do stuff I don't want to do, but I'm also able to make really limitless amounts of income and impact online. So I really made this shift of realizing like, oh, being an entrepreneur, like being a business owner is really where it's at. And it doesn't have to be some crazy complicated thing to be a business owner. Really anyone can do it and you could have a business online and it doesn't have to be like traditional entrepreneurship. Like I shared last time, I always thought was working with patients one-on-one. I do that in my full-time job and had no interest in doing that on the side. So I really didn't, I don't think I realized what was possible when it came to having a side hustle and being an entrepreneur. So I started off um, with blogging, my blog, The Geriatric Dietitian. I took a course. I learned all about search engine optimization. And that's really just a technique how you get people to find your website online. (laughs) So as I built that blog, I started building up, you know, my my blog posts, my social media platforms, and I started offering products and services. So the first thing I offered was digital handouts. (laughs) So handouts to help within the geriatric dietitian, a lot of what I do is I help older adults stop unintended weight loss because we know if they're losing weight, they're losing muscle, they're losing their ability to stay independent in the home, all the things. So that's really a big focus of my blog is helping to stop unintended weight loss in older adults. So I started selling some handouts on, hey, here's some high calorie foods. Here's a meal plan. Here's some things to help you know the older adults in your life stay at home, stay healthier, stay active, all the things. So um, I started off selling handouts. From there, about probably... Eight months into the blog, I started selling my first e-cookbook. It was called High Calorie Shakes and Recipes for Helping to Stop Unintended Weight Loss because, you know, my audience had a very specific problem. So focusing on how can I make products to help solve those problems. From there, I, gosh, when was it? I ended up providing another e-cookbook, another e-book. Those are wonderful because they're passive sources of income. So I made them one time. Now they're on my website. People come to my website because of search engine optimization and they're just coming to my website with problems. My products solve them and they buy them and that's passive income. I'm not trading my time for money. Even before I got on the um, the call with Javi, I checked my phone. I'm like, I just sold an e-cookbook and made 20 bucks. Like it's the coolest thing making passive income <laughs> because you're not having to trade time for money. And so um, in month 18 or 17 of the blog, 
I ended up having enough people coming to the website to apply for um, an ad network called Mediavine. It's a high-end ad network. So now I have ads on my website and make pretty darn phenomenal passive income through that. And I also just recently launched a course on the geriatric dietitian all about like gaining weight made easy. So that is just a few of the passive income streams that I have coming in through the geriatric dietitian. I make thousands of dollars every month through that blog. I have over a hundred thousand people as of right now coming to the website. I'm always trying to increase that number because the more people who come, the more um, income I'm able to make through the blog. And also the more impact I'm able to make, because I think all of us in healthcare can, uh, you know, attest to how annoying it is to have incorrect information online, right? So how much time do we spend with our clients trying to work through all the junk they found on Google, on Facebook that was totally wrong and incorrect. And we spend all this time, like, you know, trying to fix the things. So I would rather see healthcare professionals out there (laughs) blogging because they're providing correct information to the public, you know, evidence-based science, you know, all the things. And they're the ones making the money because there is a lot of money to be made online, which is why people who are not credentialed practitioners are online spreading this information because they're making a lot of money. So um, that's the geriatric dietitian. <laughs> Looking at the other piece of my brand, Dietitian Side Hustle, it started as a podcast about, gosh, maybe five months into blogging, I started my podcast. And it really came from a place of, I, I love working with interns and because I do home care, we're in the car a lot. And I tell the same stories over and over and over again, especially as I'm learning about all these cool things with entrepreneurship. And I realized I can talk into a microphone and reach even more people. So I started Dietitian Side Hustle as really a way to, like a hobby, just a way to share with people like, hey, look at all this cool stuff I'm learning. You can do it too. And I never intended to make money through Dietitian Side Hustle. I didn't really even see it as a part of my business. It was just a hobby, something for fun. And I really think there's a lot of truth. And when you follow your passion, something that you really love, and a lot of the times opportunities follow, income can follow, the ability to make impact can follow. So I ended up um, probably a little over a year after I started my blog, really getting to the point of, oh my gosh, I'm starting to make money, make impact. This is so cool. I want to teach other people how to do this. So it was around that time that I fell into the world of <laughs> with Javier and Marissa and the healthcare business accelerator. And they really helped me to create my program, my signature program, which is the blogging accelerator program. So essentially what I do is I'm a blogger. I make money blogging. And then I teach other dietitians how to do the same. And so that is how I primarily make money through my brand dietitian side hustle is that I, I do work with some um, clients one-on-one helping them, but I do a lot of work through my group program where essentially I'm helping teach dietitians all the thing from trying to figure out what do I want to do? What am I good at? creating the blog, how to grow the blog, how to, you know, create products to sell online, how to build your audience online, how to really set goals and reach them. So that's the the long story, but that really is how that's my side hustle. That's my brand. That is epic. Um, So every single time you you mention all the things that you've done and and how it's, how it's just uh, become this amazing you know, I mean, you have an amazing following uh, in your Facebook group, the the podcast, like everything that you do turns to gold. And it's amazing to see the growth of it, especially just, you know, uh, since we started working together, it's so, it's inspiring, it's encouraging uh, for myself even, right? And and for others to see, wow, like this is how, this is what can happen in a short amount of time when you're out there and your main focus is how do I help as many people as possible and follow my passion at the same time, which is really cool. So I'm curious, like what, um, can you tell me about a mentor or a coach that has influenced your life? I know for me, 
and we've talked about this before, but it's, there's, it's so important to have, right. And, and I think a lot of people understand it and know it and they're like, Hey, I know, I know it's important, but they don't actually like really get it. So I, I want to hear from your perspective, like, uh, tell us about someone who has influenced your life and, uh, about, about why you feel from your perspective, why it's important if, if it is right. I'm just assuming here, but <laughs> so important. So I will say it's kind of funny because I think, you know, we have um, some, a similar business coach, um, Greg yeah. Todd. So that is actually how I met Javi was I ended up kind of falling into Greg Todd's world and um, met Javi through it. And um, so I guess about how he's influenced me, I will say I, I was dreaming really small when I started my side hustle, especially when I was doing contract work. It's funny to look back and look at my goals because I've always been a goal setter. I've always had, here's my income goal for the year. Here are my personal goals. And I, I, I call myself a goal crusher because if I set a goal, I'm going to do it. Um, but part of the problem was, is I set all these big goals when I became a dietitian and I met them all real fast. I'm like, now what do I do? So um, I, I was setting small goals before I really started working with um, Greg Todd, who's one of my current um, coaches. And my goal at that time was to make $300 a month in, um, my side hustle. Like that was my goal, $300 a month. And I kind of laugh at that now. Cause it seems so tiny, like the math, that would be like $3,600 per year. And that was my goal. And it's like, Oh yeah, that's totally a lot. But I, I just realized I was dreaming so, so small. And so that was my goal moving into the first time I started working with Greg Todd. It was their program called, um, the 2120 healthcare challenge. And then I moved into smart success healthcare. I'm currently in his mastermind, but I think that's when I really shifted my mindset on what is possible and also, so I'm going to tie in kind of working with Greg Todd, but then also working with you because I learned so much from you before I even ever really met you. Because I remember when I was doing the 2120 Healthcare Challenge and Smart Success Healthcare, there were times that you would come on these groups and talk and teach. And I always remember you were one of the, the coaches that always like, like you're, like you're speaking directly to me. It's like I, you spoke my language. I'm like, this is good. I take so many notes. But one of the things that you said was, with everything in life, it's 80% psychology, 20% mechanics. And when you clarified, you meant like the 20% is like the thing that's being the dietitian, that's being the physical therapist. That's like doing the thing, right? 80% of it is psychology. It's belief in what is possible. And as I've really moved forward, I've realized how much of my mindset and how, how, how important mindset is and how the biggest thing holding me back is myself and what I believe and what I think is possible. So I think um, starting to kind of fall into the coaching world with working with Greg Todd and now with you and Marissa has really just been massively changing my mindset from, you know, I want to make, you know, $3,600 a year. And now my goal, I'm, I'm currently in year three of my side hustle or my entrepreneurial endeavors. My goal is by year five to be making half a million dollars through my side hustle. So, you know, my vision has changed massively, not only in how much money I will make, but then also how much money I invest. Um, I will say one of my biggest struggles when I started was actually investing and actually paying money for courses or coaching. And it's really interesting because I think of how much money we spent going to school. Like, I don't care what your healthcare profession is. You spent a lot of money to go to school, like, and it's getting more and more expensive. <laughs> it's, it's insane. And then we get the credential, then we have internships and all these other things we have to do. So, you know, it's just so interesting how we could easily spend all that money. But for me, the very first course I took online was a course called SEO Made Simple. It was all about essentially how to get your blog found online. The course was only like, it's like only $300. I mean, it sounds ridiculous now because I was like, no, I can figure it out online. I'll Google it. I'll do all the things. And I remember I had um, a good friend who's an entrepreneur, not in healthcare, but she told me, she said, 
Katie, the person teaching this course is a dietitian. I was like, yeah, she's doing what you want to do. Yeah. You need to take the course. So I said, okay. And I took the course and I'm so glad I did because what I realized speaking specifically of blogging, had I done it myself, I would have done everything wrong. I would have gone the free route. I would have got the wrong website, the wrong platform, all the things. And I would have had to spend all this time backtracking, spending way more money, fixing all the damage I would have done and probably would have burnt out and never had any success. So I found that investing in, you know, whether it is a course coaching mastermind, you are learning from someone who's been there, done that you are learning from their wins. You are also learning from their failures. So you're not going to be doing some of the things they did. Cause like, Hey, don't do this. Here's what you do. So it's really funny because I ended up, you know, taking that course and I was like so cheap at the time. And then I ended up taking two other courses from this person. And then I ended up joining, you know, doing business coaching. I think I've taken every course that Greg Todd has ever done, continue to work with him, working with Javi and Marissa. And I just started realizing the benefit of investing in a coach, because again, it just massively expands your mindset. Like we're all healthcare professionals. We already learned, went to school. We learned these things. That's not what we need for making money and for making impact. Like we don't need to learn anything more about how to do the thing as a healthcare professional. What we need to learn is how to have business skills, how to reach people and how to massively change our mindset so that we can believe what is possible. Because if we believe it, everything else will follow. It's, it's so important. And again, I think Javi, that's something that you instilled in me really early on is just how important mindset ends. And I think the longer I've been in this entrepreneurial game, I will almost, I almost think it's, it's more mindset is more, it's like more like 90% psychology, 10% mechanics. And like, it just, it's, it's so much of what your belief is. And I will say, I, I wouldn't be where I am today. Had I not had my friend, not lovingly kind of push me into pain for my first course online. And I saw the light. And then um, starting to work with the right business coaches um, really just inspired the crud out of me. And I don't, I definitely wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for those choices. That That's amazing, uh, Katie. And it's, oh my goodness, mindset is everything. It's everything. And it's, it's so funny because once you invest in, in that first, if it's the right program, the right coaching, yes. right? <laughs> like <laughs> you put a thousand, two thousand, five thousand, ten thousand dollars down. It's like it's it's so much easier to put that kind of money down where other people see you as like this person's crazy. They're putting like yeah. like the, the most I've spent on a mastermind was about I think it was the time 18, maybe like twenty thousand dollars for mm-hmm. a year, right? And it was a big step. But I did that and now it's so much easier to invest because every single time I invest, I get so much more out of it. And it's not always financially, but sometimes it's it's the mindset. Yep. It's the breakthroughs. It's it's the the understanding of what to implement and when, uh, how to manage your money, your finances, how to multiply, how to invest in real estate. Like these are all things that you can try and learn on your own and spend like decades figuring it out and probably failing at it. And like you mentioned, getting frustrated and, and just quitting, or you can just have someone teach you and do it like in a, a few months, right? Yep. So so I think that like, and it's, it's weird. I'm sure like other people are listening to that, how they're just saying that so I could invest in programs. It's like, no, like, this is the truth guys. Like we're not making this stuff up. Yeah. Uh, and it's all, it's all in your, it's all mindset. And like, that's why it's so funny. Cause I have, I have this, if you're listening to the podcast right now, you can't see it, but I have this frame. It's right in front of me. It says your only limit is you right. Ultimately, like that's literally the only limit is, is the limits that you place on yourself. And it's your mind at the end of the day and having the right mindset is a prerequisite for success in anything in life, whether it's finances, relationship, career, all aspects, right? And right behind me, there's there's a couple other frames that say, and I understood this like years ago, but now I really get it, right? Mm-hmm. What you think you become, yep. right? And again, it goes back to your thoughts, which is your mind. And if you don't have that in check, 
you're going to become something or someone that you don't necessarily love being. So thank you so much, Kate. That that was, I got so many pieces of wisdom there. So thanks for sharing. I'm sure other people found a ton of value in that too. So, you know, speaking about coaching and mentorship, like, you know, one of the benefits of it is you're able to uh, not make the same mistakes that they made. You're able to kind of bypass that. And that's why mm-hmm. the the amount of time that it takes you to get success is typically a lot less. Like you're able to get things done a lot faster. But with that said, I know for me personally, and I'm sure you'd agree, like there are still moments where we experience, where we make, we still make mistakes, right? And, and we experience quote unquote, I know you and I are on the same page with this failures, right? Because they're not really failures, they're just lessons, uh, as long as we take them and learn from it and do something different about it. But I'm curious, like in your, from your perspective, what has been one of your biggest failures and what did you learn from it? You know, I feel like, and I know we've chatted about this before and I feel like just my personality type, I'm like, you know, people are glass half full, glass half empty. I'm like glass three quarters full. You know, I'm just, I'm such an optimistic, positive person. And it's really interesting because um, working with one of my business coaches right now, he says like, I need you guys to fail more. And I was like, oh, that's so uncomfortable, but yes, let's fail more. So I see failure as a good thing because you learn, you grow. I know for a while, like my strategy session calls I have for trying to find the right people for my blogging accelerator program. Um, For a while, I was closing 100% of my calls and meaning 100% of the people I talked to would get in the program. And from what I was told, I'm like, that's not normal. That's too high. And I was almost looking forward to the time someone told me no. And I was told no. I was like, yay. And, and I know that sounds silly, but because it was good, because I feel like I learn and grow from my mistakes. And, and a lot of that's just my personality, but some of it's your perspective too, because you mentioned before about kind of like what you said, the thing behind you, what we think we will become. If you think negative things, you're probably going to, you know, what we think typically comes true. So if I think something negative or something bad is going to happen, yeah, that's probably true. And if I think something good and positive is going to happen, that's probably true as well. So I feel, I feel like I'm going in the weeds with this, but I'm just a very positive person. So, you know, thinking about what is my biggest failure, because again, I always see failures as wins, Um, (laughs) but I will say it's going to kind of tie back into the last one, but it really, I think my biggest failure was how long it took me to be willing to invest in my business and to actually spend money outside of trying to figure out everything for free on my own. Because I think that mindset of, you know, I'm going to make $300 a month came from that cheapness of, you know, not wanting to spend money in my business. And so really, if I reflect back on anything that I would consider a failure, I would say it would be that because it's amazing to me on the timeline. I haven't even been doing this for two years when it comes to blogging. And I feel like I've accomplished so much within my business and have been able to help so many people. And I just think of, man, like if I never took that step, I wouldn't be where I am now. And if I took the step sooner, I probably would have been here so, you know, faster. So, and I know everything works out for a reason, but I, I would say probably going back, that was just my biggest failure is just not wanting to invest because our time is money. The time that we spend, you know, cause I was doing the same amount of work when I was making $300 an hour as I am now. I mean, it, it just is what it is. And I was doing work that while I was grateful to be doing writing and all these things, I was starting to get a little burnt out, you know, like when you're researching and writing all the time, it's super fun in the beginning, but over time, it's not as exciting where now I'm doing things I'm super excited and passionate about. And I, I often do the math of looking at like, um, oh man, how many hours would I've had to work to make how much money I made in completely passive income. And I'm, I'm, gosh, I don't think I can find it, but I had, uh, I recently shared on my social media about how much money I made in passive income. 
Oh, here it is. So in the last four months of, or the first four months of 2021, just through my website, through four streams of passive income on my website, I made over $10,000. And so I did the math on that on, okay, what's the average pay rate for a dietitian? How many hours would I have had to work to make that money? And I would have had to work 310 hours, roughly 77.5 hours per month, or roughly 19 hours a week. So to make the same amount of money that I'm making now and completely passive income, I would have have, you know, had to spend 20 hours a week, pretty much like 20 hours away from, you know, my family away from all the things and doing stuff that, you know, I'm not super crazy passionate about. So again, I know I'm going around in circles here and I just, you know, I feel like I'm trying not to answer the question of failure because I'm like, nothing's a failure, but I will say that's probably the biggest thing because it was just that block I had about spending money and wanting to do everything for free and everything the cheap way. And I will say now that I'm like a business owner, I'm like, I'm happy to spend money because it's tax write-offs. Like even my business coaching, I'm like, that's a tax write-off. I mean, work with your accountant, but like, you know, I see money differently because if you invest money the right way, work with the right people, right programs, right systems, right things then you're essentially going to make money faster. So it's not so much spending money as it is an investment is, I don't know if that sounds cheesy, but you know, it's money that ultimately you're going to get back. And then so much more, so much faster if you do it the right way. Wow. That is, that is so powerful. And honestly, I mean, I think obviously we look at things the same when it comes to failure, but uh, for so many people, that is probably the biggest failure that is going on. Uh, and the reason is that the reason we we say that um, we wish we would have learned the things that we know now a lot sooner is because the one thing that you'll never get back is your time, right? So if, if you're constantly overthinking or waiting for quote unquote, the right time, when you get all the ducks in a row, well, guess what? Ducks will never go in a row. Like they, they literally like it never happens uh, unless you put them in a row. So, so, so the longer we wait, the more time we're wasting and time is, you know, what life is made of. So if you're wasting your time, you're wasting your life and you'll never get that back. So that is a, a massive failure, a huge failure. So if you're able to co collapse that time, uh, get to your goals faster by making those investments in yourself, you are saving yourself so much time and so much money from the mistakes that you would have made doing it on your own. So a topic we've been talking about uh, for some time now, but that's how important this is. Like for me, I, I recently interviewed one of my good friends and we were talking about like, because he, he works with pre-PTs. And I asked him, like, do you think that pre-PTs and student physical therapists should have their own side hustles and business? He's like, 100% yes. And I agreed with him because if I would have started a side hustle or business in my, if I knew what I, what I knew now back then, I would have literally had, I guarantee it, at least half to 100% of all of my loans paid off by the time I graduated. Mm -hmm. 100%, right? And the only reason why I didn't was because I didn't know better. I didn't invest in learning the skills. And it's so sad because that would have saved me a lot of time, a lot of energy and a lot of interest. <laughs> so, right. so, um, so it's, it's huge. It's huge. Awesome. So Katie, what, what is one, I know we've, we've been kind of talked about failure, but not really, but what is one big personal win that you've had in the last month or the last few months? Yeah, gosh, in the last few months, I think, um, I guess I could talk about a couple of things. I just cool. launched a webinar that was really cool. I was excited about that because I'm always looking for, you know, new ways to teach and to offer more things. So I just launched a webinar. It's like a 24 seven. So people can watch it whenever, but it's all about blogging as a business and how you can actually make money blogging. So that was fun. But I will say, I think one of the biggest things I've learned over the last few months, and I think it's something that I've known 
but it's something that has really, um, I don't know how to describe it, but has really become more clear to me has been something that you kind of just mentioned. And I had written it down because actually you were, you had Greg Todd on one of your groups. So it was you and Greg Todd. And I was listening. Cause I'm like, both of my coaches. So cool. And you guys said something that stood out to me and you guys um, said that the conditions will never be right. And that's what you're talking about. Like the ducks will never be in a row if you take them there. And it was really um, important for me when I was realizing the conditions will never be right. Because I feel like over the last, man, I almost feel like since I've been working with you, Javi, I feel like there've been a lot of stuff in my life going on, whether or not it is health or life stuff that is just like one thing after the other. I'm like, oh my gosh, come on, stop it life. But I, I just, it made me realize that the conditions will never be right. And I really need to reflect reflect on like, what do I want to do? And why am I doing this? And I can't wait for perfect to happen because perfect will never happen. (laughs) And I just have to realize, like, just keep going. Like, it's okay. Just keep going. This is what you want to do. You know what hiccups happen. You can pivot, you can twist, you can turn. I mean, I had to, I had some events scheduled. I had to push them off. I had to move them around. I didn't quite meet some of the goals that I had, which again, it's, it's not failure. It's, you know, (laughs) it's okay. I didn't meet the goals but it really helped me to be able to appreciate that the conditions are never right. And just to really roll with what life brings you and to just really stay focused on this is what I want to do. And I'm going to do it. Maybe it's going to look a little different. Maybe I'm going to have to pivot a little more, but it's not doom and gloom. It's not end of the world. It's not, Oh my gosh, life is horrible. Bad stuff is happening. I can't do what I want to do. The reality is, is that, you know, the conditions will never be right. We live in this world and things always happen and we just have to, really continue to move forward with what we're passionate about and what we want to do and just be okay with being imperfect and be okay with things not completely looking the way you want them to look and to, you know, just keep moving forward. Like we have to make that choice on like, what do I want to do or not want to do? So I think that's just been one of my realizations. And I I think that's why I could talk about things I did, but really, because I've been talking about mindset, I think that's really important for me to have that revelation of like, the conditions will never be right. And that's okay. And I just have to make sure I don't tell myself, well, I'm going to stop and not do something until everything lines up. I'm going to wait till all the health stuff is perfect. I'm going to wait till all the life stuff is perfect. And that's, you know, you'll never reach your goals if you do that. So. Yeah. And, um, I, you don't have to share this if you don't want to, but I think it's important because, like you mentioned, the conditions will never be right. And it's crazy because over the last year, obviously we're, you know, we've gotten really close and we talked a lot and um, you've had a lot of things happen that anyone else would have been like, all right, I guess it's a sign. I'm not meant to do this. And, and there's, you know, a few key things, like they're not small things, guys. These are like major life things that have happened. Uh, One of them is, is the fire, right? Oh my goodness. Crazy right? Craziness, what was going on. And you were still like, you were still interviewing and doing live videos. And, you know, that takes a lot and, and you were able to push past it. So like what, you know, what inside of you, like, I want to know like what you were thinking and and why, what was still pulling you to, to get things done, even when life seemed like, you know, like the whole world was crashing down. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so the fire Javi's talking about is there was a really massive, horrible fire in my community and we ended up having to kind of evacuate, but I say kind of meaning like me, my kids, my stuff and my animals were in a car, but we had nowhere to go because we live in a Valley and there were like three different fires that the fires ended up being, I think they're about a mile from our house, but it was really scary. And a lot of, a lot of loss in our community. Um, But, you know, I had that going on. I've also had a lot of health stuff going on. I've had like 
two med- like major medical diagnoses and they're still trying to figure out what's wrong with me. I've been struggling with a lot of chronic pain, which has really sucked because I've never dealt with pain before, especially chronic pain. So it's kind of been an interesting perspective from being a healthcare provider to being the patient. And so, you know, I think in addition to all these life things going on, struggling with pain, realizing like this pain might not go away. I have to make a choice because for me, kind of going a little bit into the personal side of it, for me, when I ended up getting some of these health diagnoses, it really led me to really struggle with a little bit of depression and anxiety in a way that I think was normal because when you're dealing with this like, oh man, I've got this sucky health condition and I'm going to have it forever. (laughs) Like it makes, you know, it just, it makes you feel down. So I really was going through a lot of that. And I remember I was actually going through that during, I think, was it the second launch of my program, um, the blogging accelerator program? And so it was hard, but I think what kept me going was just that knowledge of this is what I want to do. And this is what I'm passionate about. And just recognizing that the other thing too, is the way I'm building my business model with multiple streams of passive income. It really showed me on how beneficial that was because, you know, if there's times where I just can't work, whether it's, I'm just struggling with, you know, mental health or with physical pain, it's okay if I don't have to work because I've got these passive streams of income that don't require me to trade my time for money. So um, I keep talking about blessings, but that's just been a huge blessing in my life. We had someone in my family pass away unexpectedly recently and I had to leave and I didn't do any work for 10 days. And it was interesting when I got back and I did the math and I made $3,000 and I did nothing and it was all passive income. So I guess what keeps me going, part of it is just my personality. It's my faith, but it's also just having this big vision and really a solid understanding of what my why is and why I'm doing what I'm doing. And um, lots of pieces to the puzzle, but um, even just like I said, that revelation of, you know, the conditions will never be right. You just have to make a decision and keep moving forward because quite frankly, I don't want to live my life in bed, you know, in pain and sad all the time. Like I want to live this active life and help people and make impact and do stuff I love. So, um, and I'm not saying like, don't take care of yourself and push through the pain because there's always a time and a season to rest and take care of yourself. But ultimately when you're dealing with, with life stuff that happens, you know, you do have to make a decision. What direction am I going to go in my life? Because, you know, we can stay stuck and we could have excuses or we could choose to, you know, yes, take care of ourselves, take the time that we need, but then continue to move forward despite the challenges life brings. because life's unpredictable. You know, I, I've been frustrated with some of the stuff in my life, but it could always be worse and it can, you know, it could be better sometimes, but it can be worse. And I also, I have a lot of appreciation when I look at other people who struggle and continue to move forward because, you know, we're, we're not guaranteed anything in this life. An accident can happen tomorrow. A medical diagnosis can happen tomorrow. We could lose someone tomorrow. And it's just a matter of really living in the now and doing what you're passionate about and what you love. And yeah, that's what I have to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's so powerful, Katie. And thank you so much for sharing. I know. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think a lot of us kind of see like all like the, the awesome stuff that's happening in everyone's life and how like all these major wins and everything is like, you know, amazing. And there, and there's then there's a story of like, Hey, like there's other stuff that's happening uh, behind the scenes that a lot of people would allow that to stop them and hold them back from continuing to serve people. And I think that's like, that's a big distinction. It's like when you start thinking about uh, the the people, right. And obviously Katie made a great point. Like you still have to, you know, take care of yourself and there's that, there's that self-care and the balance and you have to listen to your body and take care of yourself. Um, but at the same time, when, when we're being selfless and focused on like, how can I serve people at a high level? Um, we, a lot of times forget, like we don't even, we don't feel as bad. We there, the problems are back there, but it's like, you know what? 
move away problems. I'm going to, I'm going to help some people here. Right. And it just pulls you to do more, more than you ever thought was possible, even with all the stuff, right. That we still have to have to live with. So that's incredible, Katie. Thanks for sharing. Um, so we're finishing up here. Uh, do you have any advice or words of wisdom? Do you have any advice? Haha. Uh, <laughs> for healthcare, for healthcare experts who are looking to start their own side hustle or business and two parts of this question and, or if they already started a side hustle or business and are kind of like, you know, unclear, they're, they're not really, they're, they're feeling kind of stuck. Like, what would you say to both of them? Those who are starting off or looking to start and those who have started, but aren't really where they want to be. Yeah. And I feel like I'm going to repeat some of the stuff I said last time we chatted, but I know we chatted for a short time last time, but I think whether or not you're getting started, or even if you have a side hustle, I think um, one of the most important things is to look at what's possible. Um, find out what is, uh, you know, what can you do with your side hustle um, this day and age with the access we have to the internet, we could reach anyone anywhere and we can make massive impact. There are so many people with problems out there that I mentioned that we as healthcare providers can solve. So figure out what's possible. It's not just seeing clients one-on-one. I mean, if you want to see clients one-on-one, totally could do that. You could do that in person. You could do that online. You can do health coaching. Um, I, I actually have I actually have a slide pulled up. So I'm just going to read some of the stuff on just some different side hustle possibilities. Because as I read this, maybe something will stand out to you. And you're like, oh, I didn't even know I could do that as a healthcare professional. You totally can. So some of the things that you could do as a, you know, as a side hustle is you could do freelance writing. You can do webinars. You can do live speaking engagement when live speaking events happen. I mean, there's some, I'm, I'm going to a live event, Greg Todd's um, Smart Success Healthcare, and I'm going to meet Javi in real life for the first time. It feels like we know each other, but we'll meet in real life. Um, that's going to be um, coming up soon. So I'm excited for that. And I know more and more live events will happen, but regardless of whatever healthcare professional you are, there are webinars and conferences within your field, but then also, you know, healthcare is interdisciplinary. So whatever your expertise is, other healthcare professionals would benefit from you speaking at their conferences, at their events. So there's speaking, obviously one-on-one patient care. You could do blogging. I mentioned how I have blogging and have multiple streams of income. You can do teaching. So you can, you know, teach for like a, you know, a local community college or online if you want to teach with like a community college. Um, I know for dietitians, a lot of what we do, some of it's like even cooking, teaching classes, like there's a lot of different things you could do. And, you know, I'm sure even within your field, maybe exercise or whatever your expertise is, you have something you could teach people. Podcasting is another fun side hustle. A lot of people work with brands as well. So I know as dietitians, we might work with food companies or different um, brands within, you know, all kinds of different areas. You could, again, be a healthcare coach. You can sell physical goods. So, you know, you can sell swag, T-shirts, cups, you know, all kinds of things. You can sell digital goods. So whether or not that is, you know, handouts, resources, resources, workbooks, online courses, um, you know, did I already say ebooks? But you could sell, um, you could sell digital stuff. You could also do direct sales. So a lot of people do like sell stuff on the side, whether or not it's like skincare products or, you know, um, supplements or just something that really complements what they're doing and what they're passionate about. Some people do affiliate marketing where they sell other people's products and services that they're really passionate about. And I, I guess, you know, I just wanted to list that really quickly, but really ultimately the sky is the limit. Like you can do anything that you want to do and even outside of your profession. And, and I'm just saying that because a lot of us think like I went to school and I put in all this time to be this healthcare professional. I went to school to become a dietitian. I have to see clients one-on-one because I'm a dietitian. But I think a lot of trying to figure out what you want to do, and even if you're already somewhere and you're stuck, is finding out what you're passionate about. Like, what am I passionate about? What do I really love? And what am I good at? 
Yes, the healthcare credential is going to help you in so many ways, but it is okay if you choose to go outside of that credential and do something else. So I just want to throw that out there because I think sometimes we get into this field because we're passionate about it, but then we get into the daily grind and we realize maybe I don't love this as much as I thought I would. And, but I feel stuck because I paid so much darn money to get this credential, but it's okay. You can pivot. I mean, we look online and there's so many people with no credentials doing all this stuff, making all this money, reaching all these people. And you got a skill set as a healthcare professional. And so, you know, you can combine your skill set as a healthcare professional, but then really do what you're passionate about. So again, first step, figure out what's possible. There's so many things possible and then figure out like, what are you really passionate about and what are you good at? We really have to rely on our strengths. I mean, some of us are really good at writing, really good at speaking, really good at doing online videos, really good at maybe just, maybe you're that person's really good at working with someone one-on-one. You know, we all have our different strengths. So figuring out like, what is my strength? What do I love to do? Because when we look at our career for the long haul, we really want to create and build something, build a side hustle, build something that we're passionate about. Because a lot of people actually start a side hustle because they're burnt out in their full-time job. Like a full-time job is great. It pays the bills. It gives us insurance, all the things like that's good. But oftentimes we start a side hustle because it's something we're super passionate about. And if you choose to start a side hustle or start some type of entrepreneurial endeavor that you're not passionate about, over time, that's going to burn you out too. And you're going to start hating that as much as you maybe hated your your full-time job. So I think that's so important when you start to figure out like, what am I really excited about? And, and also mindset is so huge because sometimes I think we get stuck on thinking, oh, there's not enough people who have this problem. Like if I niche too far down, if I get too specific in something, but again, there are like billions of people in the world, you know, we could reach anyone anywhere. And if you're passionate about something, you know, that the opportunities will follow. So, um, find out what's possible, figure out what you're really good at and what you want to do, and then set some goals. Um, I do think that that's really important to set goals. That's something I always do because I feel like when I look at everything I've done, it's never been pie in the sky. I'm not just throwing stuff out and seeing what sticks. I'm very strategic. I know exactly like I've got one year, two year, three, um, five year and 10 year plans. So I know exactly where I'm going. Sometimes it pivots, you know, I I can, I can shift and change, but, but I know where I'm going. And then I have very specific things that I'm doing to get there. And I think that's part of the reason I'm able to do as much in as limited time as I have, because I'm taking strategic action. I'm not just um, wasting time doing things that really don't move me towards my goals. So writing down goals is important because you'll actually start a date. So it's not just this idea in your head. It's not just a dream of, oh my goodness, this was so inspirational. Like Javi and Katie were talking about all this cool stuff. I'm going to do it. And then that's all it is. It's just a dream in your head. You really have to set a goal, have a date and make a decision to do the thing. Because if you don't, you're never going to start. Time goes so fast. Things happen. Life happens. So if you are at all feeling inspired or excited by the stuff we're talking about, I would say get out a notebook, start taking some, like writing some, some notes, start dreaming. Like, what do you want to do for your career? What do you want to do for your side hustle? Like start writing it out and setting some goals. I mean, maybe that's going to be, you know, learning how to do the thing, but don't focus on learning, really focus on doing. Sometimes we spend too much time learning. I speak for dietitians. A lot of us are perfectionists. So we really focus on, I'm going to learn all the things and I'm going to be perfect before I even like, you know, start my business. I'm going to have like the perfect name, the perfect logo, the perfect color scheme, the perfect, like everything before I even launch it. And the problem with that, it's going to take you forever to do it. And even if you spend all that time before you start, you might create something people don't want anyways. So, and perfectionism is a myth. And I I can talk a lot about that, but I really think it's important to focus on like set a date, do the thing, take action and be willing to be imperfect. So if you are just starting, I would say do that. But if you're stuck, do that too, because even if you started a business, you can pivot. 
just because you're doing something now doesn't mean you can't start another stream of income. Completely rebrand, do something in a different direction. I mean, ultimately, you should be doing something that you love and you're passionate about. And if you're not, then reevaluate and you can change, you can pivot, you can do something outside of your profession. And yeah, that's my advice. Amazing. Amazing. Oh my goodness. Gold. That was fire. So what last one thing I'm going to add to that, because it's just, it's so good. And I hope all of you are taking notes on this entire episode, because it's just like off the chain. So um, a lot of people I notice, right? They're, they're unsure that like either, cause you're either one of two types of people, right? You either have no ideas at all, or you think you have no ideas. A lot of the times it's just that the ideas we have, we think other people aren't going to accept them. Um, but the other side is I have too many ideas. I don't even know where to start, right? I don't even know what path I, I want to take. And we, we are, we get stuck in this loop and we start spinning our wheels and we don't get anywhere because we don't take action on any of them. Right. And a lot of people are like, oh, I'm looking, for, I'm searching for clarity. I'm searching for clarity and I, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. Clarity, number one, is massive and it's, and clarity is power, right? Because you have to have a target. If you don't have a target, there's no way you're going to hit it. And the way that we get clarity is actually through action. And what I mean by that is that action gives you results, right? Whether they're the results that we want or the results that we do not want, they give us results. And they're internal results and external results. And the only way to know if we should go this way or go that way is by going one way. And then the only way to figure out if that was the right way is by going in that direction and saying, oh my God, this sucks. I didn't really like going in this direction, right? That's exactly the opposite of what I wanted to do. Let me go with this idea instead, right? And at least doing it for 90 days, like you can't be like hopping from idea to idea, right? That's not good either. But the only way to know what you desire to do and what you're passionate about doing and what would actually fulfill you and the, the thing that you really want to do, you know, for as long as possible is by, by doing it. Uh, so, so just a, a great point um, that you made, Katie, and I just wanted to kind of really uh, bring the point home because it's so important. Just like do the thing and you'll figure it out along the way. And I know for a lot of people, it's scary, but you either have, you have a choice, right? You do what we just said or stay in that circle of sameness and it's not going to be fun. So um, this was amazing, Katie. Do you mind sharing with the audience where they can uh, keep up with you uh, if they'd like to learn more about you and your work? I know there's a lot of places, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would say um, you could listen to my podcast, Dietitian Side Hustle, even though it's Dietitian Side Hustle, a lot of the concepts are really relevant to anyone in healthcare. So you can find Dietitian Side Hustle on any of the major podcast directories. I also have a website, dietitiansidehustle.com. And if you go to the resource page, there's a lot of ideas for side hustles, a lot of different resources. And again, even though, you know, it's specific to dietitians, it's, it's general, it's across the board. It doesn't matter if you are a PT and OT, like these concepts are really the same. So you can also find me on Instagram at dietitian side hustle. And if you are a dietitian, I do have a group on Facebook called um, dietitian side hustle. And it is um, for dietitians looking to start a side hustle or, you know, switch up their side hustle. So that's where you can find me. Awesome. Well, Katie, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And I know our listeners got a ton of value. So thanks again. And uh, look forward to the next time we have you on the show for number three. <laughs> yeah, anytime. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Take Kate, care. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I know your time is valuable and I know that you are here to learn how to build a successful business. So I have something special just for you. If you are a healthcare expert who is in business or is aspiring to be, and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, then you are going to want to pay attention. 
because as a listener of this show, I want you to win. So I've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of Healthcare Business Radio. If you are tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you are ready to implement what's already proven to work, rather than reinventing the wheel, you are going to want to head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider. And there you will find over $7,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching that is only available for listeners of this show. So if you want to know how to increase your income, impact more people, and build a business that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider right now so you can win big in your healthcare business and in life.